I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah. Hey, this uncle, who lets you not alter my words. <laughs> You're so jarring, <laughs> Wait, what kind of first love are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I think it's... Let me just double check. <laughs> no, let me check the actual... Uh, don't stay too late and I'm like... Okay, you're, going with this. you're the one that told me it's free tomorrow at night. So, <laughs> no, Hi everyone, it's Beatrice. It's Tammy. And it... Wow, that was so that was crisp very and clear. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Wait, Tammy, don't Hello, tell me you use the headset. Mic. <laughs> no, I'm using the same. Are you using an external mic or what is going on? <laughs> I feel like one production fan. What yeah, I even jumped, you know? Hey, why are you in my ear? Sorry, okay, no, anyway, I'm, not, I'm just using. I'm just using. There, there's no headphones. There's no mic. I'm just using my phone. Uh, just your cool. voice. Ha, wow, so crisp and clear. <sighs> This corporate life, they've got you. Anyway, <laughs> and it's Sharon and. <laughs> You already know what it is. Welcome back to the BTS podcast. Woo woo, we're still free. We're there's still three of us all. If we said we're still free, I was thinking. Must no, be like, no, free from out. what? Free from the shackles. <laughs> no, no, don't tell me. I'm a slave. I'm free. Um, anyway, Jack. I am free. Um, this is so how the Listen, the, listen to the way Tammy's singing, but she'll be the one that's like, guys, we need to finish by 10 p.m. because I need someone to go <laughs> singing the whole verse. So oh, okay, this person can't enjoy themselves again. Sorry, Mrs. Weekender. Sorry, Mrs. Weekender. In it, Sharon's actually the queen of weekenders. But anyway, let's not even get to that right now. <laughs> oh, hold on, <laughs> I find the best Airbnb. I do, though. <laughs> I actually do. Let's cool down, everyone. Let's cool down. I actually you see, do because the last time Beatrice took us to no, yeah, stop that. <laughs> no, that's not funny. That's no, not the funny. last time Beatrice took <laughs> That's not even fun. That's deep, yeah. <laughs> that is so joke. Oh, well, we not. Hmm. Yeah, we not gonna lie. To me I in the toilet, guys. Trust Beatrice's. Um, no, that's a lie. No, normally, that's very she's different. Normally, though. She's normally very good. She's I'm actually very good. Very good. That, that was very unlucky. Was that was very unlucky. Because if you saw the pictures in the Airbnb as well, like it actually looks dirty. Yeah. It looked decent. <laughs> anyway, anyway it's as well. It's as well. You guys being scammed. My name. Oh, I have said my name right. You have said your name, but what yes, I was about but... to say is, it's okay. not just us. Okay, so not only is it three, but there's now another person that's joined us for today's episode. Only temporarily. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'm this making you're making it sound like a permanent opening. <laughs> I'm Howling, but we have a very special guest with us. So I don't know if very you want to go special. ahead and introduce yourself. 
Hi guys, so my name is Tracy. Hmm. Um, I'm a fourth year medical student. Better tell that. But also, I just need to add. Mm. Big up I know what she's going to say. Girls because <laughs> the quality of the content. Oh, it's something you. else like tell always, them again I always me too I've not seen like, one cobble I'll just <laughs> <laughs> I'll always be telling Sharon that literally no matter where I am whether I'm on the bus or the train whether near car, or far like, the way I be laughing <laughs> oh no honestly and your consistency ah. nah I commend you guys man thank to you to God be the glory that's all we can say as in no, honestly it's <laughs> so funny well. because I'll be like to Toysi like oh I don't know like when I last saw Toysi we were talking about something and I was like that's kind of like what I was saying on the pod like I don't know if you listened to this particular episode but I was saying she was like and then she stopped me. She's like, I listen to every episode. I was like, no, I know I know she's always, always reposting, sharing, yes. liking. We know, we see it. She reshares more than me. So. As in <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Because sometimes I'd be forgetting. Honestly. The quality of the content, absolutely amazing, guys. Oh, wow, thanks. thanks. Wow, you. it means a lot, you know. Yeah, it <laughs> It'll mean more when we start getting paid. Anyway, not so much money again. God damn. <laughs> um, uh, did you not say that new reason 40k a month? It's true. Um, anyway, God will provide for us, but um, God they provide. <laughs> No, we're glad to have you on still. Okay. Uh -uh. Sorry. God damn, (laughs) y'all. But like I said, anyway, uh, like I've been trying to say, nice to have you on, Thursday. Um, Yeah, I'm excited for this episode. Obviously, you can probably tell what the topic's going to be from the title, but um, we'll get to that later on. So um, it's probably good for us to kind of find out how everyone is, how's everyone doing, how are you, Toyosi? Um, Yeah. Uh, Hey. You knew seven. Mm. Red Squid, a joke. Mm. And I can't lie, I really thought it was getting easier. And then it finds a new way to slap me in the face. Hey. Not a slap. <gasps> but yeah, how, like, how many years how many years is your course? Um six. Jesus. Yeah. Can, okay, so wait, I know obviously we'll probably go into it a lot later, but for though it probably makes sense for you to explain kind of like where you're studying and stuff, just so when I ask questions, it makes sense. Or when we say stuff, it makes sense. Hmm, don't say your university. Or... Don't I'm say not, university. I'm, just, don't just, worry, yeah. I'm not. I'm definitely mm. not. When people mm. start chasing you, don't come on. As in, <laughs> as in. But um, yeah, I study in the Czech Republic, Eastern Europe. Mm. Yeah. How is that? Um, How is that? So I can't lie. When I came here first year, I'm not going to lie. It was a real big... It was a shock, I'm not going to mm, lie. I don't mm. think any form of preparation could have prepared me. Mm. Um, and because of the area I'm in, there's not that many... You can there's say not that. that many internationals. There's not really that many for any ethnic people in general, to be honest. Mm, mm. So it's... And there's just a lot of stares. Like, to this day, like, people just be staring all the time. Mm. And, mm. Like, in first year, it was so uncomfortable. Now I'm kind of used to it, but... Yeah. It's still, yeah. I don't know, it still kind of bothers me. Mm. But uh, it is what it is at this point. So right now, this might be a really dumb question. What language do they speak in Czech? Um, everyone <laughs> always asks that. Um, they speak Czech. Oh, they speak Czech. I thought yeah. so. Okay. 
and is it a case where you kind of understand that like would you say like a decent level now or... oh. <laughs> <Maybe not>. um, <laughs> this so, guy must be thinking it's spanish or something <laughs> so for the first three years um as part of our course we had to learn okay but wow. obviously because of covid and stuff it was a yeah it was a bit difficult and, mm. yeah with the, yeah yeah it was a bit difficult but I'm not going to lie, I know minimal. Okay. Like, okay. I can get by. I know, yeah. like, like basic phrases. Mm. I can say maybe a few sentences. Maybe a few sentences. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie, after, as soon as COVID hit, I'm not going to lie, I gave up. Mm. And mm. I'm just trying to finish. I hear you. go home. So, I hear you. I yeah. hear you. No, it's, it's true because I'm... Um, a lot more people, and, I, and again, I don't want to just go into it now, but like a lot more people um, are kind of considering studying abroad because I can't like the way the medical system is set up here is very, very like, I don't know how to explain it, but for people that I know that have like tried to like get into, you know, study medicine here, like it, it, there's a lot of stuff that like they consider and there's not actually a lot of places in terms yeah. of the, the different schools and stuff. I feel like medicine in the UK, it's probably, I don't know, it's probably everywhere. It is. It's so oversubscribed. Yeah, yeah it is. No, I don't it know, is. like it's very competitive. No, honestly, like I'm just thinking back to, to kegs in sixth form. Mm. I'm shy. I can say that, I don't really care that people know I went there. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, like the, obviously that school, fam, it was, hey, everybody was training to be a doctor at some point. No, literally. It's, it's literally. crazy. Yeah, it's true. Everyone actually. I think literally that and Oxford and Cambridge. Yes. 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 If you weren't trying to, if you weren't hmm. trying to do uh, medicine or go to Oxford, like, he kind of um, was it? What's that exam that's to say? Like, is it like BMAT or something? What's that? Yeah, BMAT oh, and UCAS. Yeah, hey. man. Hey. Damn. It's too Dang. much. One of my friends um, who um, wanted to study medicine at university, we're in the same year, mm. she got all A's at AS, all A stars at GCSE, all mm. A stars at A2 and mm. didn't get a place. This That's is what thing. I'm saying. That's the thing. That's the and thing. Like, I'm not exaggerating. Hard, As in, she it's was hard. even predicted all A stars. So it wasn't like, oh, out of the blue, she just got all A stars mm. in results day. Like, yeah. like I said, she consistently scored highly. Hmm. It's, it's tough because, because it's not only just about like it's the yes, interviews the as well it's, it's literally so about things obviously the uk cat the b yep. map it's about all your extra like especially like work experience and stuff mm. like there's just a lot to consider and it's just like you can literally have everything on paper and still not get in that's the thing it's that's just, the just thing. mad yeah. Yeah, but then it's like I'm... you're trying to book a, a doctor's appointment and you can't even get through to anything. Exactly. Oh, There's not enough doctors. So Honestly. I, I, something has to give. Honestly, um. it's crazy. It's crazy. But we'll discuss the whole medical the whole medical and NHS later on because, boy, that's a whole other topic. But, um, no, glad, glad that you're good. How are you, um, Tammy and Sharon? Tammy? I'm tired. Ah. Ah, right. Is that all? <laughs> Is that all? You're it's tired, nice. but you're rushing us off to go and party. Hey, party! I won't hear the last of this, but yeah. <laughs> That's so silly. I'm so glad. How are you, Sharon? Fam, I'm so tired. On average this week, I've slept four hours each night. Mm. Four hours? Yeah, That's man. Like, How last is that night... sustainable? 
it's mm-hmm. not obviously mm. but um yeah this week I just basically got put on like a second deal and yeah it's just really busy <clears throat> so I've just been working really long uh days um so yeah obviously I'm really really tired but at the mm. same time I have so much adrenaline as well just because it's weird like when I'm coming into the office I'm exhausted like the other day um so if you have to actually maybe I shouldn't say that I got an uber into the office basically on Mm. one of the days and um I was falling asleep in the uber bearing in mind the drive is like 25 minutes Mm. and he was like oh early morning and I was thinking definitely late night Mm. but anyway I was basically falling asleep in the in the uber but then when you get to your desk and you start working you kind of almost forget that you're tired because Mm. you have so much to do so by the time I actually finish work it's like I am really tired like my body's tired but like in my head like I'm still going because I'm still thinking about all the stuff that actually still needs to be done and stuff like Mm. that so it's weird I don't know how to explain it it's very um how like much are you depending on coffee are you now bringing coffee back into the mix or what is going on with you and coffee mate um i probably have one to two cups of coffee a day no way yeah i say one because i might have i might make one in the morning but i'll Mm. only drink half and then i'll make another one like later on in the day and i'll only drink half Mm. um i'm trying to stop drinking coffee too late because the thing is I then get home and I can't sleep yeah um, which is very frustrating because like I said I'm actually tired but like I can't sleep and I know I've got to be up in four hours so it's just like mm. you know mm. but yeah did you say no ways and like that's a lot or yeah like... I didn't know that you would drink like obviously before you weren't drinking that much well from yeah. my understanding you weren't drinking that much coffee no so like when I was at my old job um and we were going into the office I was drinking coffee like every day probably I probably have one yeah one or two a day but during COVID during COVID obviously I was sleeping a lot longer Mm. and stuff and I was working from home so I literally didn't have coffee for like 18 months or something Mm. but now like I'll have yeah I'll have like a coffee Mm. in the morning or like half like I said and then I'll drink like half a cup later but um yeah I went on a staycation last weekend staycation mommy And that was really lovely. That was good. I have been going on so many staycations. I don't know. It's so weird because, like, prior to COVID, I never went on staycations. Mm. I don't think I ever did. But like this year, I've been, I've been on three or four. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it was really nice. It was nice to get away, and like it was where we were was really nice because it was like quiet, scenic and um it had like a hot tub and everything very relaxing mm. I can't lie, that Airbnb, Airbnb it looked nice it, looked mm. it, was, really nice. it was really really nice it was so nice um and like I kind of didn't think that we'd get like like I would get accepted because you know obviously like with Airbnb you put in a mm. request or whatever and then like they choose whether or not like they accept your request mm. and because we went to Knott's and the area that we were in, like, very, like, kind of residential, everywhere's gated and stuff. I thought that they would just be, like... Because you're black? Yeah. Because, mm. obviously, we had that issue. 
mm. earlier on in the year. Mm. So I was just thinking, oh, this is so long because if we don't get this, like I don't really know where else I want to go. And with the thing is with Airbnbs is like finding a good one is like finding gold dust. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's not that's it it's not simple like you search for a good one that makes sense in terms of the price as well because the ones that are decent you'll just be seeing the price and thinking what the heck is this exactly exactly um but no yeah it was good it was like affordable it was nice it was just Mm. nice to get away and relax and stuff um it was jarring though because there was so much traffic on the way there so it took flipping ages to get there but on the way home it was quick so Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. How are you? Yeah, good day. Good day, man. Um, nothing really going on with me, I can't lie. I'm just trying to think. Yeah, just work ramping up again, as usual. But apart from that, can't complain. I guess it probably makes sense to now jump into the song of the week. So for those of you that don't know, um, each week we... um do a song of the week which essentially feeds into our apple music and spotify playlist and as we have a lovely guest i'm gonna hand over to toyosi to tell us what her song of the week is um and explain why you chose it okay um um, yeah so my song of the week is it came out quite a while ago it's um Shabo friendly um featuring Hayley. Yeah. Mm. Absolute banger. Mm. That's mm. all I have to say. Absolute, <laughs> absolute banger. I've been rinsing it out since it came out. So yeah. Mm. Mm. We had the conversation, like I can't remember how what episode it was about Hayley and just yeah how, yeah. how good he is on hook. So mm. nah, honestly, that yeah, that's actually a decent song. I can't even lie to you. I was, I'm not actually a big Shabo fan. I can't. I was lie. gonna say she's so hit and miss. Mm. Well, yeah. Maybe not as well. But she sometimes misses, shall I say? I'm <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he's not. He's not he's judgmental. It's just an observation. Or just an observation. Wait, have you heard the song, the her new song with NSU? Oh no, no I have yes, actually. I've been so. meaning to. Is it good? It's all right. It's not. It's not really. Uh, this is what food. we mean, though. <laughs> this is what we mean. Maybe it's just. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm. I like NSU. We're not like that. Mm. there's too many people fam I don't even understand how they get featured because it's just like how many people will we give a verse to do you know what I mean like all six of you that's like two songs that's that's an EP (laughs) (laughs) so true and as you actually like Jen till this day I actually cannot point out their faces no like, i can't only <laughs> only the guy abdul. that's the only good abdul. one only abdul is the and, best yeah, that I can abdul. literally if they was not street two. i would not the I other not four <laughs> i literally don't even know which ones are background dancers and which ones are actual members <laughs> of the group like i just really don't know it's true because it's not because i remember one. we went shoreditch once yeah and then um one of our friends was like oh that's that thing from nsg and i was like where <laughs> couldn't find him <laughs> <laughs> no but it's true though it's not every single one of them that's that has like a, that like takes a verse do you know what i mean i think mm. maybe the, i don't know what devils do like yeah. the backing vocals sort of thing. <laughs> yeah maybe maybe <laughs> oh, god. oh god damn but um okay cool so yeah we'll add we'll add shabo and Haley friendly to our spotify playlist and apple music so make sure you guys check it out and we'll also add it to our instagram stories as well so you guys can vibe along with it. So yeah, song of the week, guys. 
Okay, so as you know as well, if you are an avid listener or have recently started listening to us, we sometimes do a dilemma. And for some reason, I say this like every week, but for some reason, people will be asking Sharon, have you got a dilemma? And I'm thinking, <laughs> when did this become my Sharon, job Sharon segment, fam. Sharon like, segment. When did, honestly, when did this become my, my role and, and um, whatever? You know, when you, anyway, this is how we start digressing. Never mind. Let me just stop there. Cool. <laughs> so, this week I was arming and arming between two. Um, but I've decided to pick another one from Two Hot Takes, okay. um, which, if you guys don't know, is a podcast, two girls, and they, I think they have, they must talk about other stuff, but on TikTok, basically, they have a dilemma section, and they post a lot of the dilemmas that they get sent in um, on there, so I just always go there and just, like, you know, pick a dilemma and stuff. So this one was a bit strange, because I was just like, I mean, what do you... I mean, that's the whole point of a dilemma. Like, what, do you <laughs> what do you do? What do you actually do in this situation? So basically, there's a man and a woman. Can't remember their ages. They're married. Um, and one time, oh, so she was saying, like, you know, we love each other. Like, I love him and I know he loves me. And, like, he's very caring and sweet. And for some reason, she said he makes her breakfast every morning. And I can't, I don't really know what that really had to do with the dilemma anyway. anyway but she mentioned that. Yeah, she mentioned she mentioned Shada Hisha makes scrambled egg every morning, whatever it is. <laughs> um, and then she said, Oh, I think maybe she said one day they were at breakfast. Maybe that's why. One day they were eating breakfast, and he randomly was just like, If I ever cheat on you, kill me. Mm-hmm. And then he was, she was just, she laughed and she was just like, Lol, same, like, if I ever cheat, kill me. And then he basically was like, I would gladly, like, I would actually enjoy killing you if you ever. And he said those okay. words. I would enjoy killing you if you ever cheated. And she was whoa, just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. like she basically. Did we need got... to put a trigger warning on before this dilemma? Ah. Well, <laughs> if you're triggered, <laughs> if you're triggered, leave the relationship. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? So no, bad. Um. Yeah. So she was like. The way he said it, though, literally gave her chills and she was very unsettled. And like the whole day she was on edge because she was just like, first of all, that was very random. And then second of all, for you to be like, yeah, gladly, like I would enjoy it. And to emphasize like, you know, that Mm. it's like she was then thinking, like, oh, my days, like, has he seen something? (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Has he seen something on my phone? Like, have I done something to make him say this sort of thing? and it just kind of got me thinking like what do you actually do in that kind of position because that's a very like I don't know how to explain it it's one of those things that is easy to be like oh yeah you know he's joking until Mm. god forbid something happens and it's like how did you not know he literally told you do you know Mm. what I mean Mm. so what would you do god forbid I mean in fact what would you do if your neighbor told you because we will (laughs) never be (laughs) we will never be in such a position what would you what would you tell your neighbor to do if they if they were in this sort of position with their husband or married or god anyone i don't even know what to say right now um i just think that even the situations where you can't win or lose because imagine you leave and then he kills you Oh, damn, I didn't true. even think about that. It's actually true. Wow. Hmm. So, better don't cheat. <laughs> ah. But the thing is, it's not oh, just... 
better don't cheat. It's like better not even allow him suspect you. This is what I was gonna say. Like it's not even the act of doing it. Cheating can be so mad. Like you know what I mean. Like I'm not even saying just that. I'm just saying like nothing. But he's got it in his head that you've cheated. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. Like he could literally decide today that. You somebody met a guy messaging you and you responding hi or something is counting as you stepping out. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, so nah, boy, that is really living on edge. I can't lie to you, I don't know what I would do. Mm. I well, I don't know what my neighbor would do. Um, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just think <clears throat> you can't live in a immediately you have any sort of inkling in your mind that your partner could actually be serious. Mm. Is that not a sign to leg it out of there? Because I don't understand. I'm mm. getting the heck out of there. I'm get fam. Oi, my mum is getting a call and I'm legging it to wherever she is, bruv. Because what? The, the fact so that she... what are you saying to your mum? He said that if I ever cheat, he'll kill me. So I want to I said, mum, I've married a villain. That's what I'm saying, bruv. <laughs> I've married a villain. Get me the heck out of here. That is literally what I'm saying to my mum because... I don't understand for you to, for her to not immediately go, I know he was joking. Like, mm. for her to say there was something, something mm. fishy something. going on. Okay. That for me is enough to warrant you to question who the person is that you're staring at because I don't know. No. I feel like, I feel like um, that's not her first red flag. That's what I'm saying. For anyone to openly say that, then, and you, like, I, I generally think that. He kind of he can't just say that out of the blue. Like he might not have said something as extreme as that, but he must have said something that could have been you could have been like, hmm, is he joking? Is he not? Like not as extreme as I'll kill you, but you know when you know when you know when um someone says something to you, yeah, and then it kind of and then you look back on all of the other things that they've said and you're like, hmm, yeah. It's starting to make sense. You're a little bit of a weird person. I don't know if anyone else has ever at the time, you wouldn't think that anything that they're saying is weird, but when they say that one thing or they do mm. that one action, oh, everything starts, everything to, starts to make together. sense, if mm. you know what I mean. So, mm. for me, I think other things would have been clicking in her mind at all, like, yeah, everything's Absolutely. starting to make sense. Because how can you be married to someone and then they randomly come out with, oh, um, don't cheat on me because if you cheat on me, I'll kill you. Mate, mm. wait, what? Is it that means that you have weird views outlandish views for about everything do you get what i mean so it's i don't know i don't know if it's just me but i don't even feel like it's weird to say i think that the weirdest part is the fact that she actually was like she She said she saw something yeah that's what i'm trying she was bothered by it because i Mm. feel like if you cheat i'll kill you isn't as mad as it sounds like it's not mad. It's not, not mad. mad. It's kind of a joke. You like, can joke about that. You can yeah, joke it's about weird, that. like saying that out loud because it's like, why are you joking about murder? Like, it's not funny. But like, you guys get what I mean. Like, you know, mm. them ones was like, I will actually kill him if he tries something, mm. or I'll kill her if she tries. Like, I don't know. It can mm. be like there is humor to it, even though it's dark. But mm. the fact that you're 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 actually concerned that it could. It could be true or it could mm. be based on something like that uncertainty. I can't live like that, you know. I can't be I won't no. be able to sleep. No, I won't be able to sleep next Every time we get into an argument, I'll be scared, you know. Absolutely. I can't hmm. I'm living my life on concern. I'm 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 leaving, I'm not gonna lie. Mm. Mm. I don't know though. The marriage thing is it's a bit 
Mm. Sorry, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't play with my life. I'm mm. just on a day to day. No, I'm sorry. Even oh, just on a normal day to day, anything can happen. How much more somebody that's meant to be like mm. my protector? Mm. No, it's true, sorry. you know. Sorry. As in, it's mm. not me. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, that's no, I can't lie. It's mad. It's so, true, what you, what, so, what, so, what did you say that you would do, Sean? honestly I don't know I would have a conversation with him about it and just kind of understand no like, but you have to do that she's scared she's not well she's she's kind of said that she's well, she's not that scared she's got, she went back home and she slept next to him that, that, it's, that, true, that, that, it's, that, it's true it's true it's true do you know what I mean it's not like she packed her bags when he was in the toilet and started running mm, 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 <laughs> she mm, went mm. home after work and I probably cooked his dinner and slept <laughs> um, but I would definitely just have a conversation about it and be like I, I don't like I suspect you're joking, but like no, but okay, but then what's the convo gonna be about? You can say, are you joking? Or you can, like, no, <laughs> yeah, no, like, oh. yes, that's your husband. Like, what the heck? Like, you'd be like, are you joking? Like, what the hell is that? Like, that's I don't find those kind of things funny. Like, I think I would just basically be like, let's be realistic. Like, I get that we all value our lives, yes, but at the same time, nobody is get like I don't. Okay maybe you guys are actually going to divorce him that day but I don't believe that anyone is packing their load that day and leaving like I don't think anyone's running anywhere I think especially if you're married if you're if you're in a relationship Mm. I think it's slightly different because I think from then on you can sort of just start to distance yourself because I feel like if somebody that's not even like you've not made a formal commitment in that way. He's talking about how they're going to kill you. Like imagine your boyfriend trying to tell you if you leave me, I'll, I'll kill you. Like, eh? mm-hmm. do you know but... what it's taking me back to though? Do you remember like during lockdown when it was um ha- clubhouse and then that girl gave that story time of when she went on a date and a guy, a guy oh, looked right. at her, like the way that he looked at her on that date. He had something in his eye that just mm. didn't feel right. Mm. that's the first thing when you start saying this dilemma that's, that's the first thing my mind went to yeah but what I'm saying is the difference there is that like that was her first date with this guy that she doesn't know yeah but Whereas what I... I'm trying to say is when something triggers you like internally regardless of who that person is once you get that trigger like you will actually be seriously unsettled like unless I'm overstating what she's saying in terms of when she said that she looked at him and, and she actually was a bit worried. I'm just thinking for you to actually get to that point. I don't think she said that. Oh. I think, so what she basically said was that like, um, or maybe I said that she said that, I can't remember, but what she actually said was that um, she thought, like she felt like he wasn't really joking and like the whole, the rest of the day, she was just like, oh, have I done something wrong sort of thing? Mm. And she was just questioning herself. So mm. I don't know if, that's the thing. She seemed uncertain as well about whether or not he's joking, which is why I feel like you need to have like a follow-on mm. conversation about that. Mm. And then if he's for you, then ha. Because the thing is, where does it stop? Like, mm. okay, if I if I cheat, you'll kill me, but then it'll be like, oh, if you even like like what you said, Beatrice, what does what um what constitutes like cheating sort of thing mm, like mm, I feel mm. like the goalpost will move but I don't know I just feel like when you're married to somebody mm. and when she the way she their relationship at the beginning like she must know him do you know what I mean yeah. so like I, I'm trying to also think that this is not something Mama, when you think you know doesn't. somebody anywho let's not even go there so you see what do you think I mean you kind of already said but no 
if even if there's a slight chance mm. that he's not um joking, I'm sorry. I'm out. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. Like I cannot because how am I meant to sleep next to you knowing that mm. oh you potentially might kill me? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> when mm. you put it that way. No, no honestly, honestly. I will, I'll feel so unsettled. You'll be hearing rustling in the night. Babe, <laughs> not knowing that it's the fable. That's going to get his materials. Do you know what I'm even... Oh, gosh, this has gotten so dark so quickly. But I just also remember, like, this story on Twitter about how this girl, she met this guy on, like, one dating app, I think it was. Mm. They went on a date, and he basically... um. He dropped her home, but he wanted to use the toilet or something, or or he like he encouraged her to let him into the house. Do you guys know the mm. story? No, I don't remember it. Oh, okay. it was like this whole thing on Twitter. So basically, this girl went out on this date with this guy, and then they came home together or whatever. He dropped her home, sorry, and he was basically just like encouraging her to like let him let him in and mm. she was saying that she doesn't normally like let, let guys into her house on the first date but there was just he was like really nice and they were having a good time so she was like okay cool that's fine come in um and then she I think she went upstairs to like use the toilet or something and then was hearing some sort of rustling anyway so she got really nervous and then something about she called the police and then they came and then he had basically laid out some whole thing on the floor and like was trying mm-hmm. to kill this sort of thing hey ah. so God. be careful honestly damn it wait he tried you he, he wanted to kill her yeah he was laying yeah. on the machinery machinery well, I mean, they yeah, could be... like he was like basically the been plotting like to kill her this whole entire time, something like that. Hey, yeah, that I'm, I can't like I'm very careful about who knows where I live. Like mm. even um, nah, mm. same, you know, mm. even not just where I live, like even where I work, like mm. the places mm-hmm. I go to, because huh, nah, man. I remember even when we were away and I was like snapping or whatever and one of my friends was like oh I think you should delete that because she was just like like especially if it's just the two of you girls like you don't really want to be putting like where you're staying when you're actually staying there and I was like that's just Mm. so true Mm. yeah I've stopped doing doing that as well like maybe I can put like the city that I'm in or something like that but like the actual place like Mm. been told like just post when you've left like even like mm-hmm. restaurants things like exactly. that just post yeah. when you leave if that makes sense so true mm-hmm. because you know the thing about instagram is when you tag a place you know on the stories mm. um someone if someone was searching for that place they can click through the instagram stories that are public yeah that where it is that location yeah exactly yeah. so yeah it's definitely so true to to wait until you've left something I know we want to jump into the episode, but actually just moving on swiftly to the thing that I saw on Snapchat that I wanted to raise with you guys, because I saw this, I was like, ah, this is very interesting. <clears throat> um, and it's kind of, it is still on the topic of marriage, but essentially, I don't know if you guys saw on Snapchat with these stories. Um, I know, the fact that I even see stuff on there. Uh, anyway, no, I, I don't know if you guys saw. <laughs> Flipping it. But um, essentially, there was a wedding photographer and someone did an interview with her. And basically, she said, that there are basically three signs that she has noticed in all the kind of 
weddings that she's taken photographs at that basically showcase whether a whether a couple will last oh. um and if these three things happen then it's kind of a sign that their marriage won't last so I read the three things out not the photographer me... mapping relationship <laughs> yeah because <laughs> they've the noticed She's noticed a common theme with in terms of Get when out. these things happen at the weddings that she's photog- like she's um, taking she's photos taking at. Pictures at my wedding, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the way that you raised your eyebrow, I've been looking. Any so anyway, let me so let me list the first sign. So the first sign um, is if one of the spouses takes more than three family family pictures without the other spouse. Yeah. Um, and she said. Um, I think someone said that this makes sense because essentially um, you typically kind of get a few with your mom and then your dad. And then that's kind of like it if you're doing individual ones. But then majority of the other ones, you do tend to kind of have both of you in the photos. But if you see someone kind of just constantly taking their own photos with the photo- with the main photographer by themselves. without She the said spouse, more than three. More than three family pictures family not what so not you friends. can't do one with your mum one with your dad and one with your no, brothers that's you max that. no obviously you can get a few shots with that but she basically means people are literally taking more than three that's the thing that's what the thing the first sign says says more than three family photos without me. the other spouse then it seems a bit suspicious that's the first sign ha. Okay. the second sign is the bridesmaids or the groomsmen will avoid talking about the spouse when they are getting ready or doing the toast yeah so, like for example, you know when mm-hmm. the bride when you're getting ready, the bride mm-hmm. bride are getting ready. They all just focus on the bride. They don't mention like, oh, you're gonna be like, oh, we really like this, or you know, mention his name or anything like that. If they all just focus on the bride mm-hmm. and avoid talking about the spouse, the other spouse, and that's both bridesmaids and groomsmen, then it signifies that basically there's something mm-hmm. that's not gelling in terms of the bridal party and kind of their perspective on the other on the other spouse. Which mm-hmm. actually, I feel like kind of for me when I heard that, I was that like, makes oh, sense to me. Kind of makes sense, you know, because actually, they're you know, let's not. I don't know in particular, but I can imagine a scenario where that would be the case. Where if you're not really like knowing, if you don't really know the spouse, if you're not really like, oh, I don't know about this guy, but I'm just here to put my girl, you wouldn't really say have anything to say <laughs> on about him or her. Do you know mm, what I mean? So, yeah. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know what? Fair enough, I'll give you that. And then the last sign is that the spouse spends more time around their family and friends rather than spending it with their bride or groom. So they were basically saying that, you know, like when the reception is happening and stuff, if you're literally like just like spending most of your time with your girls, like mm. dancing with your girls and your spouse is not there, you're not including them in the dance, all of that. And same thing with the guy, if he's there with his men, kind of, you know, dancing, all of that, doing whatever, having fun just with his people and not with the bride next to him it's a sign that something they're not essentially as connected as they should be at that point or something like that um so yeah those are the three signs so i don't know what you guys think do you, you have know? used every adjective have I? connection <laughs> jelly <Actually. Hey. laughs> but what do you guys think of those three signs does it make sense to you are they ones that you're just like nah that's rubbish or actually do they, do they kind of make sense that that um the family one. one i'm not really understanding yeah i didn't get it I because i'm just like it. you'll take a picture did you say family members yeah so okay let me read it again so, so the first sign is if one of the spouses takes more than three family pictures without the other spouse and then the next thing it says this one kind of makes sense because 
just because you might get a few with your mum and dad, but to kick them out of more than three photos seems a little bit suspicious. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what? I uh. I get it in a way. I get it. I, in a way, I feel like you could definitely get about five. No, but I'm just thinking like um she's saying that these three things like they have to happen simultaneously. It's not like one will happen and then the other no, yeah, things won't. I, I get mm. that. Like I mm. think it's just like a group thing. Mm. And she goes to weddings, I'm a lot I'm guessing. So and mm. if if her I don't know observation uh, observations mm. is true, like I guess that's what it is, but um, mm. I do understand the photo one because, okay, yeah, maybe you want to get a picture with your mum and your dad, and then maybe like if you have siblings and stuff. But mm. I want to take a picture with my husband with everybody. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, obviously, I, I'm just confused as to what, what like obviously I get you want to do individual. You might want to do individual, but at the same time, I'm like, you kind of would want your spouse to be to be in the, the family, and, and she's and she's no, specifically I, said family I, I, yeah. ones. I think, mm. unless I'm un- misunderstanding this, like, of course, they're going to be in the family ones, but you might have, like, some of your, like, parents or whatever, or if your parents aren't together, then you might have one with your mum, one with your dad of separately. Course. Then you would have your brothers. Then you might have, like, if your cousins, if you if you have, like, a lot of cousins and you're, like, a close-knit, like, group or whatever, you might have one with your cousins. You might... Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, but I, I, I get that you... No. I don't... I get it, Sharon, but I think in those ones, those ones are kind of like, you know when you're, like, on the moves? Like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't yeah, also, this one is, like, the professional... This is the professional okay, photo, like, as in, okay. like, you know what I mean? Like, no, I want one for every group chat, man. What the heck? <laughs> no, but Sharon, uh, this is professional I know that you want well. every group chat, but is it just going to literally just be you? No, but I can... I can imagine, genuinely, guys, I'm not even joking. No, but I'm saying that you're purposely kicking them out the the, the phrase no, that they no, use is no, the phrase is that no the phrase I'm t- I'm telling you in the article the phrase is that to kick them out of photos oh, you don't them want out. them in the photos nah, I would you don't want actually, them in the yeah. photos you know how yeah man know, I need to take some of my brothers man why are you still here no, I get that, but do you know what it reminds oh. me of? Yeah, it kind of reminds me of graduation times when you got all the couples hey! that are there. I was thinking about it. This is what I was using the babe as the coat rack or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in a way, you have in a way people kind of are. I feel like people are kind of targeted in the sense that yes, they'll have their like their their partner or whatever in photos, but at the same time, or you better take photos without the partner there because. Do you know what I mean? Like in the long yeah. run, you don't know what that person's gonna be like. So I feel like yeah. what this is, what how it's kind of mirroring is that if you don't really want the person's face to be in a lot of your photos, then it kind of signals like, oh, are you trying to like? No, but no, I I don't think it's that. I get the graduation one because it's like it is your graduation day, but your wedding day, regardless of whether they're in the photo or not, if you guys break up, you're not keeping your wedding photos up. Like you're gonna keep the photo of you and your parents up in your wedding dress, like just chilling in the lounge. Like you're not Some gonna do that. Might, you know, you might, nah, say, it's my, so might say, they might say it's my day. Nah, get out of here. I'm um, so done. With the with the picture one, like genuinely, I get what she's saying. Like it is a bit suspicious if you're like, kicking them out on purpose. If you're like you're intentionally not trying to include them in a lot of your photos, or maybe not even just intentionally, maybe subconsciously as well. It's like ah, oh, picture, 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 but you're forgetting to take them with your actual husband. Like that is weird. But I don't think it's that mad. I can definitely think of situations where I have one with like my cousins. Then I'll have one with my dad, one with my brothers, 
one with my parents, one with my mum, one with my dad separately. I'm definitely doing. Yeah, I would. But I, would say, I wouldn't say. So, I wouldn't say. And then I would the, still. Have I wouldn't say the professional with one. My I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say with the professional one. I wouldn't say. Oh, the I need to one go and with... take with Auntie Kiniko. Just me and her. Okay. <laughs> like the next one. Okay. Brian yeah, my husband will be in those photos. I'm deep in that. I'm deep in how you're. I'm deep in how you're seeing it. Like them. Those like professional ones where you have all the stairs they're They're talking about those ones that's what that's what we're talking about i I actually meant like because you were saying that like the professional ones or whatever i was still thinking like on the move you might be like oh no it's still professional because the photographer is gonna take no but what i mean by perfect maybe i shouldn't maybe professional because that's what i was getting confused about like why would you pay for a photographer and then use iphone 11 pro max to go and take picture because it's your uncle like i don't get no No, i think i think i what i'm taking from it is that okay so let's say you've just come out of the church and it's no time for the pictures yeah not gonna lie there's not even enough time for me to now be doing my own single picture yeah, right no, yeah anti-wrong care okay mama be a lot okay the lady that makes the amala okay go ahead and call the ushers go and call i don't have time to like it's different if Imagine you taking single photos, just you. No, I get as, it now, but like, before, like I said, I, like, no. I just thought about it as like, you know, my of husband's probably chatting to his boys or whatever, on, and I'm like, in the reception, like, if you're doing your, yeah, cool, but when you've just finished the church and you're taking your, I just don't understand why your partner's Do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why? Like, the whole thing I've just kind of, it's become it became misconstrued in my head it's just because I'm picturing my uncle's wedding whereas my uncle's wedding was like on a like it was on like this big like plot of land or whatever so the reception and the church were in the same vicinity like not the same building or whatever yeah, like you had to yeah. walk there but as we were walking there people were taking their own photos we used the photographer to t- I took professional photos with my uncle do you know what I mean so in my head I was just thinking everyone's about everyone's doing their own sort of thing not that you now everybody's just waiting for you to take your photo so that they can then come and take theirs do you yeah. get what I mean yeah Mm-mm-mm. what do you think to us about those three ones um yeah so the the picture thing i was thinking literally the exact same with sharon mm-hmm. but i think out of all of them i think the last one makes the most it makes sense oh the one the about dancing, um, in it yeah 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 i feel like that's definitely true because imagine oh. a wedding like you're literally just dancing with your girls like what the heck yeah <laughs> I think that's actually kind of magic. That's though. very weird. That is very, very weird. I'm surprised she didn't say like, oh, like something about maybe like the first dance is really awkward or not awkward, mm. but like it's just a bit like. But you, you know what? I genuinely find it weird. Like, okay, I don't, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but with first dances, I find like a lot of couples they they are a bit uncomfortable. I don't know whether I it's think, because no, it's, it's, I think you're right. I think you're they right. are because I've never seen. Okay, I've seen a few first dances which I'm like, oh, okay, like I can see the connection, I can feel the love. But other times, yeah, <laughs> I'm just looking at their eyes. I'm thinking your eyes are not even looking at your partner. You're just staring into the into thin air. Number one, yeah. maybe it's because like you're surrounded They're by their awkward. parents and yeah. pastor yeah. and they'll be like oh, I don't know if I could be looking I'm not touching like don't like um wait what kind of first dance are you talking about 
<laughs> no, but you know when you're obviously like holding and like some people might hold around the waist and feel fine, but some people might want to hold a little bit lower. Do you know what I mean? like, <laughs> and some people want to kiss you, as well. You. Some people want to kiss as well. Do you know what I mean? With mm-hmm. the music and all Kiss, that. Kissy. <laughs> Kissy. Um, anyway. Um, what was I going to say? Did you just think I am coming? No, that wasn't me. <laughs> Um, Wrong dance. Um, that's for the after party. That's for the after party. <laughs> I feel like I get why people will find first dances awkward, just because obviously, especially if you're the type of person where you don't like attention. Like mm. obviously, my wedding day, I'm not. I mean, I'm looking forward to it because obviously, you know. But at the same time, I'm just like, oh my days. I thought of actually having to walk in by myself, and I was like, ah, I can't lie, it's scary. That is so I'm funny. Scared. But um. I just feel like some people's first dance is kind of like, hmm, you'd be thinking. So you'd be asking your neighbor, when did they meet again? <laughs> How long have they, they been together? Yesterday. How long have they? Oh, really? Just a year. Okay. Mm, I understand. <laughs> no, but that dancing one, I do actually get it because I feel like, well, yeah. You I just have a connection like, and vibe with yeah. them. Like, what the heck? No, but I think even so, like, you're in front of, like, depending on how big the wedding is. You're in front of a lot of people. Like, no, I, I mean like with the friends be... and stuff. No, of course, but I feel like there's going to be some form of awkwardness. Oh, no, you mean I in terms mean... of the first dance? Yeah, you're, yeah. Right, you're, right, you're right. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying now is, like, I do think it is a bit weird, like, if everyone's on the dance floor and, like, it's so segregated. Okay, okay. Mm-mm, like, obviously, mm-hmm. there will be times where you'll do, like, you with know, your boys and, like, if, high school, to... if mm. high school Nicki Minaj comes on, I'm not expecting the guy. To yeah, to start with me, like in fact, please don't do that. <laughs> but at the same time, like obviously, there will be t- uh, that's gonna be my best, or well, not my best friend, but that's gonna be my best friend, you know. Mm, like, mm, surely mm. you have some songs that you will like, ah, do you know what I mean? Exactly, like, people will know, like, hey, hey, yes, these two, they're mm, they long run, mm, in, it. <laughs> in it for the long run, for real. For the oh. photographer to be thinking, hmm, <laughs> I don't know when you're trying to take a photo of. Two people, but they're so far apart in the lens that you can't even get them in the mm. shot. <laughs> hey. Having to edit one smile like this, I'm crying. Yeah. Hey. But to yeah. be honest, it actually makes sense that she's clocking these things just because, like, um, yes. photos, you yes. will be looking like you will just be spending so time so much time on that one photo you'll notice body language yes. if you're having to be like get a bit closer get mm-hmm. a bit closer do you know what I mean so so true man but yeah it's just thought I'd share that because when I was when I was thinking I was like ah it's true ah, this is true so yeah good to hear your thoughts I guess it now let's jump into what we're here to discuss um so I don't even know what really sparked this but I think it's something that we we always mention like on the slide and we always hear a lot about kind of you know women's health um and kind of as black women kind of the things that we kind of experience that you know other races may not experience as much in terms of like the chances of them having it but then also I feel like there's not a lot of kind of information out there um well, there is information out there, but sometimes people don't really, it's hard for people to digest kind of that, that kind of t- information because maybe the language is not delivered at the right level for those who for mm. those who really know about medicine. So um, one thing that I really liked um, and I've really been tuning in to kind of the posts that have been coming from Dero is obviously the fact that kind of they communicate kind of these kind of things that are relating to us at a very, very simple terms so that, you know, it makes it, 
easy to digest you get exactly what you want out of it um and you kind of learn more and I think that's for me something that you know I I do enjoy with a lot of kind of like Instagram kind of accounts that are being created now um where it's kind of really kind of putting out content it kind of reminds me of like the typical kind of consulting kind of thing where like you're you're taking something that's quite complex but putting it into really simple terms so that everyone can understand um so I know we've touched on it a little bit but I guess to us it'll probably be a good chance now to kind of just talk about kind of zero what it is what you guys aim to do um and then we can then like delve into into some of the topics that you guys have have discussed as well on your platform okay so essentially it's a platform for literally all things mainly things to do with like black healthcare, but the emphasis is women and children because I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of the time those groups are more neglected yeah and obviously especially healthcare. I feel like in in our community and especially in Africa it's not as you said, there's information out there, but it's not accessible in an easy yeah. way for people to like kind of understand. Mm. So um, the whole point is that just to make healthcare like um, a main priority yeah. and so that a lot of healthcare issues aren't like swept under the rug and not taken seriously, especially like if you know what's wrong with you, mm. going to see a doctor or whatever, you're able to say like, look, Mm. I know these are the symptoms I have. I think it's this. Mm, yeah, for them to actually take you seriously. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like the platform is just to promote healthcare for all and make sure that um our community can help each other as well. Yeah. And also, I think as obviously as you said already, there is um information, but I think it's not always easy to talk about. Mm. So we want to make it simple and, yeah, just encourage others to really, like, yeah, help each other. Love that. And um, just for people who might not be able to know what I'm talking about, do you want to spell out the Instagram account so they can find you guys? Okay, yeah, so um, it is D-I-R-O-O. Oh, I think it... Let me just double check. <laughs> no, let me check the actual... Uh, I think it, yeah, let me just double check the actual... Yeah, so hub mm. on Insta, Twitter, and then if you just type D-I-R-R-O mm. on Facebook and LinkedIn. But, yeah. And also, we did uh, our first project in Nigeria. Yes, yes. Talk about that. Uh, medical outreach providing medications um sanitary products health checks and other provisions and um, we collabed with um this charity in nigeria as well also just shout out to my friends who um co-founded it marissa and naomi oh no Love i didn't know did that oh hi. yeah <laughs> nice i feel oh, like that is so important just because, like, um, as you were talking, Toysi, I just was reminded of um, Dr. Kanayo. Do you know her? Are you familiar? With mm. her? Yeah. yeah, and obviously, well, it might not be obvious to some people who are listening, but she had a disease last year, and I really, I actually can't remember what it is. It wasn't but... sepsis, but it was something, oh, what is it called? I'll look sepsis. for it. It wasn't sepsis, it wasn't sepsis. Oh, it was I thought you said sepsis. I was thinking, I'm so confused about what we're talking about here. Um, 
yeah so she had a disease and um like when she went to her doctor they didn't diagnose it properly because I don't know if all the terminology I'm about to use is correct. So Toysi's probably going to be that word to discuss all month. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, they didn't diagnose it correctly. Oh, she had Stevens Stevens Johnson syndrome, mm-hmm. um, and they didn't diagnose it correctly because the doctors, um, I guess, didn't know what it what the symptoms would look like in a black, a black person. Yes. Yeah, um, yes. that is a big problem as well. Mm. So she ended up being hospitalized and almost died. Um, to be quite frank um she 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 really went through it like she actually very nearly died um and it was largely due to the fact that like she was on paracetamol when she should have been on whatever the drugs that i guess um Mm. were so yeah just kind of reiterating your point about how important it is that we have these sorts of platforms that are available to black people Mm. and i feel like as beatrice said if you're not medical, I mean, the last time we were saying that we did biology was when we were like 15, hmm. 16. Even then, I think I got a B. Like, it wasn't, mm. it's never been my strongest point. Do you know what I mean? So I mm. feel like in these those areas, I really struggle because I don't fully understand the terminology. Even when I'm reading it online, I'm just confused. Like, I always feel like, do you know what I mean? Mm. I feel like every time I Google something, they'll just tell you, like, you're dying, basically. Yeah. <laughs> No, so true. But um, and what I even love is literally like, um, how relevant the content is. Like you mentioned, it, it really is stuff that affects us. And like, just even today, when I saw the post about the smear test, that for me, that's even something that was on my mind because I got the text like a couple of mm. weeks or so ago, and I literally was like, oh, okay, I'll do it later. But actually, I did. No, this is something that I can't keep pushing because no, I've got honestly, so many. Yeah, mm. it's important. Like it really is because like, even my mom. I think I must have, I just saw a letter line where I was like, mum, have you booked this? She was like, no, she was like, can you do it, please? Because like- <laughs> mm, mm, mm. even stuff like that, there's, you know, there's these checks that are in place that kind of people, we tend to put off because, oh, we don't feel anything. Or we don't, yeah. you know, we're not, we don't feel physically sick, so we should be all right. But we need to kind of go away from that and just kind of understand that our body sometimes like we we, we aren't fully knowing of what's going inside and like we need to kind of do those checks to just confirm that things are okay um and I think for us as well like I don't know about you guys but the thing that probably scares me the most in terms of like all these kind of health stuff is just like you kind of think oh my god like what what if it what if it's true but then it's kind of like why are you running away from finding out that Um. something is happening when actually this is the earlier you find it like the better the better chance of kind of fixing yeah. it or solving it um yeah that's something that I personally kind of go through but um I guess kind of to to just ask a few questions um just in terms of kind of like list like I think we've even touched on one of them so particularly around kind of like how symptoms and stuff are different to like um on black skin and, and stuff like that like what what would you kind of say to to us because obviously I think we kind of said it but like Sharon mentioned you know sometimes we do get find ourselves in situations where we start googling symptoms and then we we self-diagnose which obviously is like you said it's a good thing sometimes where you know you you are kind of forcing the doctors to take your case seriously but sometimes it, it can be kind of detrimental and also kind of the wrong diagnosis so um, just thinking like from your point of view if someone is listening or one of us or whatever is like currently like experiencing some sort of symptoms or something like that like what would you advise 
kind of is like the best way to kind of go about kind of getting a solution or kind of finding out what what to do with or what's going on um I think for starters like just you have to track any form of change like Mm. right now just so you even if you do go to the doctor you can say on this date this happened it continued for x amount of time this is I don't know if it's pain like this was the intensity of the pain or whatever and Mm. obviously ask any obviously ask I think any medics you have as friends ask them also um there's this there's this book called um, Mind the Gap and that highlights like um, a lot of conditions, particularly on black skin. Because oh, I feel like, um, especially in med school, we're not really taught what mm. a lot of stuff like on um, black skin. So mm. it's, I can't like, even for me, sometimes it's difficult because all I'm seeing, I'm literally just seeing on Caucasian skin. So it's like, okay, cool. But how am I meant to know what that yeah. looks like on someone that's, like me yeah but yeah. yeah that's um yeah so mind the gap um it's by this guy called malone but yeah that's oh, a really good um resource lovely for a lot of signs and symptoms on black and brown people yeah but yeah i think the main thing is literally just don't ignore any symptoms no matter mm. how small it is because mm. like, i feel like for me I saw like when I was younger, I would ignore things like unless it was really disturbing me. Yeah, I would just ignore it and like, oh, like it's fine, it's fine. But yeah, don't don't do that because even I suffer from um, a condition called hypothyroidism. Okay, Um, and I think I'd had it a long. So I got diagnosed in twenty. So I don't know what that. I don't know if it's just me. I actually don't know what that is. I don't know if you're able to explain what what that is. Okay, yeah. So um, basically, in the in your neck, you have the thyroid gland. Yeah. And essentially, mine doesn't produce enough hormone. And the hormone is like for your metabolism. It regulates a lot of other hormones as well. Mm. But yeah, mine doesn't produce enough. So like, um, and the main like symptoms were like tiredness, um, feeling really, really cold. Mm-hmm. Um weight gain um like a slower heart rate um decreased appetite and some other stuff Mm. but I think during like secondary school and sixth form there were times where I would be literally so tired I wouldn't have done anything but obviously I didn't really know what it was and Mm. it wasn't until um I got an infection and mm. then I did a blood test and then they found out that was, that's what it was. Mm. For a long time, I was complaining that any, any, all of my friends know I get cold so easily. Mm. If I'm, I can wear two jackets, thermals, jumper, everything, and I'm still cold. And mm. I kept ignoring it for a long time. But oh, it got to the point where my body said, yeah, you can't ignore it. Mm, mm, mm. But yeah, it's really important to, yeah, don't ignore. Mm. No matter how, any small change, don't ignore it. Yeah, no, so true. And I think, um, I don't know about you guys, but since COVID, obviously COVID has been like, boy, it's still happening in terms of kind of how it's affected kind of our lives and also kind of how, well, me anyway, view kind of monitoring like your health and all of that because now obviously like i i would i would say that i i monitored my health relatively okay before 
but that was because I, I actually did have symptoms so I had no choice but to that I was kind of trying to find out what was going on with my body that didn't really seem right but I think now like now with COVID and everything that's kind of happened um, it seems like I feel like everybody now is kind of realizing that our bodies no matter how like you know you might go to the gym here you might do this like sometimes there's some things that your body just can't run away from because mm. obviously like with covid you know i had friends who are super fit they look after themselves like they they really do t- take care of their bodies yet when they caught covid they literally had the maddest symptoms ended up in hospital in icu and it just kind of goes to show that like you know like I mentioned sometimes you think that you know your body is kind of like oh yeah you know when I eat expired expired food my body my stomach doesn't hurt you know like how our our parents sometimes are like oh yeah like anything I can eat it even if it's expired my body can take it like it just goes to show that like nowadays I think it's just showcasing that our bodies aren't as strong as we kind of think um need to check in but um I guess what would be kind of advice or what would you guys, what would you say like since like COVID obviously like studying, like you obviously started studying before COVID and now has there been like a shift in terms of kind of what your focus is in like what you're studying or like how, yeah, I just want to like know how COVID essentially played a part in kind of the way that medicine and health is kind of being looked at, especially coming from someone who's studying it and, and, you know, wanting to become a doctor. Um, I think the main thing for me was that you definitely, um, you cannot take your health for granted whatsoever. Mm. But yeah, I think that's the main thing really. Like, mm. yeah. Do yeah. you know what I've um, found is quite ironic? Um, is that like doctors, well, this is probably not all doctors, but like, I'm just talking about like some of the doctors that I'm, I, I've known or come across, whatever. Typically, like, are able to detect symptoms in other people but themselves. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes that can also be dangerous in like, again, I don't know if I know what I'm talking about, but like, I'm, like I said, I'm just talking from like what I've known to be true. In um, that like sometimes doctors don't go to doctors and they self-diagnose and they'll be like, oh, you know, I'm fine. It's just because of this or it's just because mm-hmm. of that. And then I've heard of cases of like doctors, again, not going to doctors. And then when unfortunately, like they have eventually gone to see someone, like it's almost too late. So I think also just to like reiterate what you you both are saying and like, yeah, obviously self-diagnosis can be helpful. I think especially for black people, like when you can actually, you know, point out certain things and like if Mm -hmm. you're tracking it and like we've spoken a lot about tracking your health and stuff um Mm. on the pod before but I think also like and I'm talking to myself as well like not self-diagnosing self-diagnosing to the point where you've made yourself be fine when you're not fine Mm. and I think one thing with me as well that I do which is really bad is like oh actually I'm too busy to go and see a doctor like I actually have work and like Mm. I just can't like where am I gonna find the time I completely get it by the same time you need to make you need to make time because at the end of the day your health is your health is your life like yeah exactly mm-hmm. as, and as, as Beatrice said you actually there are certain things you cannot run away from mm. no matter keep delaying it keep delaying it keep delaying it 
something will come up and now mm. you're even forced to actually know I, I can't even go to work now mm. Mm. Like, it's better to to face it and like mm. even me like I don't really even though obviously I'm learning about stuff and I'm like okay it's probably this it's probably that but I still even though the GP is a bit long to get in contact with I still mm. if there's anything wrong still make an appointment mm. yeah so true what? um so go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say, what would you um oh what's the question I was gonna ask? Yeah, what is the deal with like pharmacists? Like can because I hear some people say sometimes, like, oh, um, I've got I had this rash, I went to the pharmacy and like the pharmacist told me, Oh, it's this, and they met like they told me what medication to get. And like, I don't know if I'm being stupid, but like I just didn't know that you could just go and see a pharmacy instead of like a GP. So like Twisty, I don't know if that you can provide any insight around <laughs> what you should and shouldn't take to a pharmacist because honestly, I can't lie, that is a much quicker process than trying to book a doctor's appointment. Like mm. booking a doctor's appointment, I don't know if it's just this UK, but like booking a doctor's appointment, nice. it's sport, so you know? hard. No, it's it is, really and like is. I remember Lake Samuel was talking on Instagram one time about how she's been trying to see. A- <laughs> been trying to see a doctor since she before she got pregnant she since had the baby <laughs> and she still has not seen the doctor mm. and they've delayed the appointment is now for 2022 it's and she got a text I think that's just ridiculous. she got a text recently and they were like oh we're gonna have to push your gp appointment mm. like that's obviously very extreme and i don't have necessarily that issue but like yeah like i'm saying like it is still really difficult and i think since covid as well like you have the whole triage situation mm. so it's like oh, you have to first of all call explain God. the symptoms mm. over the phone and mm. then they'll tell you whether or not it's serious yeah the receptionist and- will then start doing them well well um i think you need to i'm thinking <laughs> like can i speak to a gp please like, i'm thinking like, was this part of your job description to, like if to we like all this? were just talking about oh i think i think then nobody would need a doctor's uh, i said doctor's <laughs> degree nobody would need a medicine degree but mm. um and sorry just to go on again like reiterate my point more um I was listening to like I don't know I was driving somewhere listening to the radio and this man was basically talking about the whole triage thing and how it's actually really messed up his life because he had symptoms Mm. he explained it to the doctor they said oh it's fine just take some antibiotics Mm. he then heard this yeah he then went back again they were like we still can't see you because of covid and he was like i really need to see someone and they were like no you need to like complete your second dose of antibiotics or whatever anyway Mm -hmm. long story short he then i think forced his wife was like you're not getting any better he then forced the doctor like you have to see me like this Mm -hmm. is not a joke anymore like you actually have to see me anyway long story short it was cancer by the time they detected that it was cancer, it was basically two like two mm. days, and like he mm. had like however many months to live, and he was basically saying that had they'd caught it earlier, yeah. it would have probably been a different yeah. situation. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that was the well, not even was that I think that's still the main problem mm. that has caused with GPs because even today, like um, I must have got a text like during the week to call to book an appointment. All I wanted to know was, because um, I had a scan done of my um, my ovaries, mm. and all just to book an appointment, just so I know the result. 
they were like, yeah, I was on the phone for, I think, like, 20 minutes. And they were like, yeah, you have to call back on Monday because at the moment I can't really see any appointments. So you have to call back on Monday to get Just an appointment. Just to collect for... the results. Yeah. Imagine. Just for the doctor, yeah, to talk to me about the result or whatever. It's, I don't know, I think it's just caused a lot of problems. And I feel like even as COVID is, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say it's kind of, you know, calmed down. I still don't understand why gps aren't really seeing people like that especially even people that or i think even hospitals and stuff i know like a lot of treatments especially people that have cancer mm. were stopped and stuff and it's just mm. I, it's just a bit ridiculous mm, mm, mm. now especially mm. if someone is saying calling calling so many times like no i need to be seen mm. and not being taken seriously it's, yeah absolutely i think what from my understanding anyway like they need to definitely be encouraging the whole video thing because I think with that particular case Sharon correct me if I'm wrong I remember him saying that like they literally someone the doctor took one look and knew it was cancer yeah 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 so like there's so many cases actually and I've heard it and especially like you know with like the old you know older people where they they find it they're not really like tech savvy and stuff like that like yeah, they might struggle with those sort of things. So they definitely need to, you know, go in. But, yeah. you know, there's a lot of things that are, like, literally just, like, by, like, just seeing. Like, it reminds me of, like, Molly May with that whole kind of um cyst that she had and someone taking a look and someone saying, that looks like cancer. Like, you need to go and get that checked out. Like, just those small... It's those small things that people notice that really do save lives. And, like... Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that's the thing that I, I definitely have noticed with that whole triage thing that, that definitely puts people at a disadvantage. But um, obviously I touched on COVID, but obviously, like, um, again, I saw this. It's so crazy how, like, I, I noticed things and then I, like, literally, like, you guys just end up posting it on your um, Instagram. But what I wanted to talk about was basically the whole kind of seasonal kind of disorder or, like, essentially kind of, you know, um, the, I think it's sad, the type of depression that essentially, like, is is linked to, like, those cold winter months. I feel like a lot of people and especially on the TL I know I shouldn't really go off the TL but that's one of the people <laughs> that I can I take my you know what how the people are feeling you know from the black community or whatever you want to call it but um and I feel like this is, in fact it's just even common it's just a known thing that as it kind of gets kind of to these like winter months because I feel like we've obviously experienced COVID like last year but again now this year now that things are open like this is the first time like things are slightly open and now it's winter and all of that um for me anyway I've definitely noticed that like I'm starting you know you kind of might find yourself in a bit of like a funk yeah and yeah I just want to to like just talk on that and I don't know whether you guys um Tammy or Sharon have noticed this with yourselves um and want to like talk about whether you know it's affected you in any way but I've definitely noticed that like when it gets like those colder months like just the struggle to like just do kind of tasks that like wouldn't really like I don't know take that much effort suddenly takes a lot more effort um like you then kind of with me anyway my diet tend to tends to slip a little bit and I find myself eating way more than I normally should be um all those type of things but um I don't know if Tammy or Sharon you like know what I'm talking about in terms of like Mm. the whole seasonal thing whether you guys have experienced it and want to talk on any examples that you guys have gone through for me I would say it's normally like after the new year okay. um because my birthday is november i'm normally i'm all right around that time and mm. i feel like between october and december is like i'm always fine around that time but i think mm. when it comes to like after the new year so like maybe 
January, February, March, I definitely mm. feel like I'm a lot more down than how mm-hmm. I how I normally am. Mm. And I think that comes with like, you know, when you start a new year and you're like, oh, setting yourself goals and stuff. But then, like, you know, you know what I mean? So just starting the year and stuff. So I norm- that's when I'm norm- normally a bit down. And then obviously the cold weather as well. And I always seem to get sick around January. Yeah. So I just feel like I don't know whether you guys um go through the same thing, but that's normally that's that's me. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sharon? Do you notice anything at all? Um, during COVID, definitely. Like COVID was already hard, but in the summer, like it was a little bit better just because you can mm-hmm. actually do stuff after work. Like I would go for walks all the time. Like, if you know me, you know I love walking. So like I'd go for walks and stuff, but um in the winter like you can't really do I mean you can if you want but I wasn't walking in the middle of the night like well it's not the middle of the night but by the time it's five o'clock it's so dark that it might as well be the middle of the night Mm. um so I couldn't go out very much and like get the fresh air that like I could during the summer um and I just found it especially at the start of this year and like the latter half of like last year Mm. I found it really really difficult um and I think like Beatrice was saying I feel like a lot of people especially during COVID Mm. felt that I think like Tammy's saying this year I think it should be okay just because like there's stuff to look forward to but obviously conscious of the fact that I could start to feel that way again in the new year so Mm. I don't know it's tough but I think um for me anyway knowing that it's because of that is almost almost gives comfort Mm. and if that makes sense because at least you can you can point to something whereas I think before when like people weren't really talking about like oh how they actually felt like down like during the months and stuff Mm. thinking oh my life is rubbish Mm. oh actually no it's just like it gets the days are shorter like you wake up and it's dark you feel like you should still be sleeping like it gets Mm. it takes you a lot longer to like get into the like rhythm of your day if that makes mm-hmm. sense mm, yeah I don't know Tosi, if you have any kind of tips or um yeah things that you think might help people during during these times um so obviously try and get as much I know it's hard but as much sunlight as possible because I think sunlight obviously when it's winter it gets darker and stuff mm. and a lot of the lack of sunlight um can disrupt your like your body clock mm. um also like just less like when there's less sunlight less serotonin that's like a hormone that tends to um affect your mood your mm-hmm. appetite your sleep so i think um yeah so try and get as much sunlight as you can um exercise mm. um try and have a a healthy diet like just quite a lot of like lifestyle things I mm. and then also like it doesn't have to be supplements but make yeah. sure your your, uh, your immunity is patterned mm, 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 mm. do you know what um is very interesting is that um one thing I've realised, and I, I know it probably makes sense and it's quite simple, maybe everyone just knows this, but, like, sometimes I feel like, oh, like, having a routine and stuff should feel natural, but actually, a lot of the time it isn't. Like, 
you know, like you'll see on YouTube or my morning routine, you know, I wake <laughs> up at this time and I do this. I'm just thinking, what the heck? Like, is this natural to you? Like, why don't I feel natural? But actually, it actually, it doesn't feel natural. And actually people are doing it on purpose so that, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a meaning behind it. Um, and sometimes for me, like that, I've realized that actually, like, if I actually want to feel like, if I want to like do these things that you're mentioning, it's not gonna be natural. It's a thing where like I have to get into a system of like yeah. discipline and actually just forcing my body to do certain things because I know that actually, like, even though it doesn't feel like natural, but this is what is gonna benefit my body internally, even though externally I might not necessarily see any kind of changes. So like stuff like mm. taking onto vitamins, kind of like get like you mentioned like for me as well like that's that sunlight one definitely plays like a massive part like for me I, for me I don't really like working in places where like it's just like loads of like for like just you know lamp like lights and light bulbs and all that I like to mm. have like a place that's like got a bit of natural light coming in from the window so like even just things like that like you won't naturally I mean naturally just put on the light on your room and that's it you know what I mean but yeah just doing things on purpose because actually you know that even though I don't really feel like you know it's doing anything but actually in the long run this will benefit my body do you know what I mean mm. my body will thank me for it yeah. I think that's kind of the mindset that we need to kind of start adopting um but it, can, like... it can be hard though especially yeah. like it's just especially when you're in that kind of funk like it's just even if you have a routine it's just hard like yeah. I feel like when especially when it gets to like four o'clock five it's just like oh it's already dark, like, I, mm. I can't even bother to finish the rest of my day. Mm. Yeah. So, true. so true. And I think your point about um the vitamins, Beatrice, um, mm. is actually a good one. Like, you know it's working when you feel fine. Yes. But it's, it's, it's so mad because you don't feel like it's really doing anything, but it's like, like, that's what's supposed to happen. Like, mm. it's not like now when you're sick, because, well, again, Toysi, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, vitamins don't, like, if you're sick, vitamins aren't really... I mean, they. I guess they could help you, but it's not, like, paracetamol or something. Mm, like, yeah, if, yeah. if you keep taking vitamins, then hopefully you won't have... You won't get to a point where you're sick. Do you know yes. what I mean? I mean, yeah. um, and yeah. one thing... get sick, but it might just be not as severe. Mm. Okay. See? Mm. Yeah, at least, mm. at least something <laughs> is happening. No, but, but yeah, because you can still get started, sick. Well, yeah. mm. One thing that I've started to do, and I guess it's easier for me because I haven't desk but um basically I have like vitamins in my drawer so mm. every day I have to go into my drawer because that's where my perfume is as well and that other stuff and so I see it every day and every day when I'm sat at my desk I take the vitamins whereas mm. before I used to forget because I would maybe take it when I'm eating but then it's like I don't always have breakfast so I don't mm. always take it mm. but now that I have it like right by my desk like I always take it every day religiously like without thinking mm. about it so mm. I guess maybe um, just putting them also, when Sharon sleep. Mm. Good amount of sleep does wonders. Mm. That is so true. <laughs> and that's the thing though, because like um that's something that definitely comes up a lot at work because um you know at work they always try to they were not always try to, but you know, they speak about mental health and you know, keeping healthy and all of that, especially when you're in a job that requires you to work kind of like long hours. Um, and they're always saying like, oh yeah, you know, you need to sleep. But brother, the work that you're giving me, <laughs> how the heck? How the heck? So literally, like, it was so funny. Like, we had a a firm wide kind of like away day where we were away in this hotel, and like they were the, like the um 
basically the partner, the lead partner, but speaking on kind of like, you know, guys, you know, you guys need to get your sleep in eight hours. The huh? everybody eight? when I tell you, everybody was looking around the table like, is this guy crazy or has he gone <laughs> to the wrong firm? Because we were like in there, huh? So literally someone literally raised the question when they did a QA and was like, um, it's obviously great and stuff to kind of hear about, you know, getting eight hours of sleep, but because of the type of work and the nature of the work that we do, we typically don't see that much. Like, do you know what I mean? Like I feel like sometimes the, the you know, people that are in industries like that, it, it's hard to hear when you like, oh yeah, you need to get loads of sleep in when there's literally I like, feel like no it's choice. Frustrating as well, just because mm. it's like I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, like, let's be realistic as well. Like, I'm not getting eight hours of sleep. Mm. Like, because it's not just I need to be asleep for eight hours. It's like I also need to have been home long enough to even be in bed to be able yeah, to, to get sleep, sleep for, eight, for hours. eight hours. So it's like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm. It's not like, mm. oh, I finished work now. Okay, I'm sleeping. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I need to also, like, actually, like I was saying at the start of this episode, like, I need to, like, ramp down almost to the point where I'm even comfortable enough to sleep. Like, yeah. I need to get home. I need to do all those mm. things. Mm. So I feel like it's frustrating when like you know people like at work talk about like oh make sure you get at, like you know enough sleep and stuff mm. and like it's funny people at work and be like don't stay too late and I'm like you go okay, with you're this. the one that <laughs> told me it's due tomorrow at nine so <laughs> no honestly, this reminds me of too late? Like, do you want me to sleep or do you want me to work? Like, I can't do both all the time. Um, that reminds me of a Michael. Um, you know Michael? From- so I remember he he did a, he put out a tweet and he's basically like, oh, yeah, like, it was Friday, like, late evening and, like, someone put something on my desk said it's due, like, Monday morning. And then they said, have, have a nice weekend. So what, <laughs> so what do you mean by have a nice weekend? Like, you've literally taken my weekend As away in- from me. Like, what's going I on? I literally, oh, gosh, I literally was having this conversation just the other day moving on actually to um i think i wanted to basically touch on two two particular type of um i don't know if i'll say the word diseases or kind of you know yeah i'm gonna say diseases um the first was was it um and also endometriosis because i feel like um wait what was the first one is it pox? Is it pox? Picos. Oh. oh my god! Sorry, y'all. Hey. <laughs> Picos. Um, and then also endo, um, endometriosis, because I feel like um, the whole period thing is something that I feel like as black women, and just kind of like our reproductive health, that's something that I feel like affects a lot of us, and it's something that because at the age that we're at we might not always kind of have it at the forefront of our minds because we're kind of like, it's something to deal with later on. I don't know if that kind of makes sense, but like the repercussions yeah. of it, mm. um, if it's not treated, if it's not diagnosed, if you don't know what to kind of do to to, to kind of complement that. But um, I guess, yeah, I just wanted to, I don't even know what my question was going to be on it. I've just forgotten. I was going to say something about um, PCOS actually, actually okay. because... I think I have it, but I went to the GP. This is back to the GP. So I went to the GP to get my hormone levels checked mm. to see if, like, there's something abnormal, whatever. Cool. Mm. So, because um, I don't know if I, like, I've, I do laser hair um, treatment. So then yeah. the lady that was doing it, she was like, are you sure you don't have PCOS? I'm like, what is that? Mm. So then, um, like, I read about it and stuff, and then I just booked an appointment with my GP. 
And then imagine, yeah, I booked this appointment. I went to see the GP, I think like last year, March. And they were like, oh, if you don't hear back, if you don't hear from us by the 1st of April, then give us a call. Mate, I've been calling them, calling them. Call- oh, no. It's still on the waiting list. Like, I, like I've been, I've been referred to... Um, a ward in the hospital i can't remember what, what it's called but mm. i'm literally still waiting because obviously the gp rang me back and was like oh there's something off with your hormone mm. levels blah 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 and i still don't know what i have do you know what i mean like i, mm. I don't know what the I heck i thought know. this was a confirmed diagnosis like six no. months ago no 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 you did a blood test no yeah i did a blood test and then i because i went in for something else and then i said mm. oh can you hormone levels as well seeing as you're doing okay. a blood test mm. and then the, and the doctors are, oh yeah that's fine gp done their bit they referred me to the um to the whatever they've referred mm. me basically i'm still waiting no, to hear, that's, that's, to hear that's what mad. what i have or that mm. the, the the imbalance or something like mm. that she's mm. still waiting so mm. cut long story short basically like even like <clears throat> you trying to find out if you have this P course or endometrial, mm. whatever it's called. Endometriosis. <laughs> like, it's even a struggle just to even find out if you mm. even have it. And it's just like, I don't even know. Like, I've just been thinking like, where these people have not called me? Like, I've called them like three times. Mm. And at the same time, it's just like, oh, it's in the waiting list, COVID, blah, blah, blah. Mm. I'm just like, this is literally like my how health. Many, like... How long will they use COVID as a copper? I'm so Honestly, sorry. they're going to use it for the next couple of years. Let's not even lie. Screaming. Let us not lie. But um, no, it's actually so true. And also, I think the thing about kind of these these two, and the reason why I mentioned it, like I mentioned, is, you know, the thing about it is, I don't I don't know whether, I, I actually don't know. Maybe, Tosi, this you might correct me here. But um. I don't think it's something that's necessarily treatable as such, unless it's something like where there's something wrong with your ovaries and you might do like a surgery to kind of get, you know, whatever might be wrapped around it um, or obstructing it that's causing pain. For example, I know with endo, um, people tend to kind of get, so kind of go, undergo surgery to take out kind of the, the cyst or whatever that's surrounding the ovaries. But um, sometimes like, you know with periods and stuff and I feel like periods is a, is a definitely one of the ones linked to endo anyway um where like you kind of talk about pain and I know Sharon we speak about this a lot mm. um but like as women we always kind of hear of people and I know so many pe- people that literally just like when you look back you kind of think oh my god like there was actually times where my period pains were so bad mm. I could not function and you kind of psych yourself to think that it's normal yeah. when it's not yeah. it's, and then what yeah. to make matters worse is when you then go to tell the doctors they think that you're exaggerating the pain or it's just normal or oh you know period pains take paracetamol or whatever they say that you take with it Do you know what I mean and it's like I think that's that's the thing for me anyway with these particular these two is that the symptoms some of them is like you know period pains but then I know with um PCOS I know it's even something small like even just feeling tired um just like symptoms that aren't I don't know how to explain it like you wouldn't naturally think that oh this is some this is PCOS when when yeah. you hear the symptoms um but it's I like think... the combination of it and stuff like that but yeah yeah, I think because with um yeah, yeah PCOS, 
Mm. There are other sim- there are other like um disorders and diseases that are similar and have yeah. similar symptoms. Yeah. So it's easy to it's easy to get it a bit um mixed up, I guess. But I don't know, it's it's difficult, man. I feel like with especially with the GP, you really have to just you really just have to push. Like yeah. as yeah. difficult as it is, you just have to keep trying. Yeah. It's even sad that you we even have to tried this hard just to get an appointment or whatever Mm, it's really sad yeah absolutely um and just to end on I think there was a story um there was a girl that said she was was talking about kind of the pains that she was experiencing during her periods and they were very heavy um but like she went to doctors several times and they just kind of said you know oh it's fine like take this take that but never really kind of looking internally to see what the issue was and then until one day she was at home and then she just heard like a pop you know but you know when you pop a champagne pop that's literally what she heard in her body and then all of a sudden like some sort of like excruciating pain took over Mm. long story short literally they she went to the hospital there she was an A&E she went to A&E and you know how A&E is you know even to them to to really take you seriously you basically have to be dying um, so she was waiting there waiting there waiting there explaining that she's in so much pain like something is going on in her body um long story short they found out that basically one of the cysts has erupted so um one of the cysts had erupted around her 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 ovaries um and obviously they had to then take out kind of you know that erupted cyst and then also kind of um basically something to do with the ovaries itself i think i don't think they took that left side but that basically some work had to be done around that as well um Mm. and that was that and obviously she went through that very painful but then to make matters worse it happened again to the other ovary and what was annoying is that not only has she gone through it so she knows because you know sometimes you know your body like bro i've been through this pain before like you need to listen here yeah she then had to go through the whole thing again about explaining no i heard the sound something's going on no went through everything again and then again basically i know for the second time she definitely had like part of her ovaries removed um and it's just like, you know, it just basically sums up everything, you know, even getting them to take you seriously when you even know the pain, like they're not listening. Like it's just very, very painful to kind of hear these situations because if, you know, they heard immediately, maybe like the eruption might have been like pending or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, mm. but then also it's a sign for us when we hear those situations, like, like Tosi has basically said to kind of, you know, be like, look, somebody i know went through this exact thing this is what they said they advised me to check this or like do you know what i mean steer your doctors because at the end of the day as yeah. much as like we we're complaining but the burdens that doctors have on them is mighty like it is uh. crazy and i and i definitely sympathize with doctors in general because they have a lot to deal with so as much as you know yes you put your hands in the nhs and you put your hands in these doctors lives, but also take control of your own and do as much as you can to guide these people to take the necessary steps so at least you're also your mind is also put at ease you know what i mean that actually you know what you know i thought it was this i've done the check and it's not and it's better to just eliminate than to be pondering but to be wondering and pondering and thinking yeah hey, <laughs> i mean what is it what is it what is it and um, also, yeah. um, also just to quickly add um a lot of the time it's good to educate yourself on other things not obviously obviously it's because we're women women's mm. health but 
just health topics in general so even with your family and friends you can mm. be like oh i've noticed you've had i don't know this cough for mm. this long mm. and taking this medication mm. maybe speak to your doctor about changing yes. it to you yes. know yeah. something else or oh mom i've noticed you mm. have this mark on your you know your hand for this amount of time like i think it might be mm. so i think yeah that really important. reminds me um i guess we can end on this like how Molly May was saying, um, and I know people come and I say, Are you not love Molly May? Anyway, whatever. <laughs> how Molly May was saying, um, her mum noticed her mole from watching her on TV. Yes. And on was Love like, Island. Yes. Yeah, was watching her on Love Island and she was like, Molly Molly has a mole wherever it was. I can't remember mm. where it was. Um, she's never had that it mole. It was on before. her leg. Yeah. Her yeah. Leg. Mm. And that's when they obviously at first they thought it was benign, then they were like, oh maybe mm. it's cancerous, blah, 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 whatever. Mm. But yeah, just to kind of that is such a good point to end on, actually. Yeah, mm. so so important. But yeah, I think that's basically everything we want to talk about today. I enjoyed this conversation, very, very helpful. And also thank you, Toyosi, for coming on to the podcast today. We really appreciate you coming on. Um, I hope you had fun. We had fun. No, I had fun. Thank you guys for having me. Lovely. Yeah, anytime at all. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, make sure you guys follow us on our socials. That is BTS Pod underscore on Twitter and on Instagram. Again, make sure you guys um, follow the playlist. That is the BTS Song of the Week on Apple Music and on Spotify. And yeah, I think that's basically it. So make sure you guys tune in next week, Monday, when we'll drop our next episode. And yeah, enjoy your week, enjoy your day, and we'll see you guys in our next one. Bye. And also, also follow Zero. Oh, also follow Zero. Yes. Hub, yes, yes. Zero.hub on yes. Instagram, Zero.hub, Twitter, um, LinkedIn, Facebook, yes. and also shout out the BTS girls once again. Happy <laughs> once again for giving us the quality content every week, the laughs, everything. Got these girls. No, thank oh, you thank so you, Tosi. Thank real. you. But um, yeah, we'll see you guys in our next one. Bye. 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 